after these messages will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages. This is the podcast where we talk about commercials. We talk about good ones and bad ones and ones where people say weird shit like this. Ooh, I should clean your gutters. My name's Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hey, Vives. Hi, Andrew. So, coming up today, a show that I'm calling Four Cheese and a G. Yeah. I'm basing it on four weddings and a funeral, only it's about commercials that I like and one I don't like. Sure. You the G it? is the funeral. <laughs> the G is the funeral. I if get it. If you're new to this podcast. I'm following. Um, I'm going to explain cheese and G's to you. You ready for this? There is a publication called TV Guide. They have a segment called Cheers and Jeers. We're proud subscribers, in fact. TV Guide? No, I'm sorry. I always think Reader's, That's Reader's Digest. Digest. Yeah, they're, they're indistingu- the same shape. They're indistinguishable to me. They occupy the exactly exact same space in my head. Very different missions. Really? Very different missions. They're- one is involved. One is related to television watching. I thought their mission was give you something to read on the john. <laughs> I'd say mission accomplished. We used to use TV Guide. Like, we would use TV Guide, not just the magazine section of it, but, like, actually to figure out, like, what... Because <laughs> there were the TV listings in the paper, uh-huh. and there was one that came in the Sunday, I guess it was the... I guess it was the Medina County Gazette, and that was the ones that, that me and my sister would use, um, kind of bigger print, very basic kind of graphs showing you what's on at what time of day. But then my mom had the TV guide, which seemed like it had so much information in it, and, like, the the grid was so much more complicated. I was like, man, when I'm an adult, man, I'll understand the TV <laughs> guide, but I'm going to be sticking with the Medina County Gazette listings. Um, that's what TV watching used to be like, kids. Um, anyway, in TV Guide, there's a segment called Cheers and Jeers. I think you have to back up and say there was a thing called TV watching. That's right. It wasn't on your computer. What's a computer? <laughs> um, <laughs> cheers and Jeers. If you like something, you give it a cheer. If you don't like it, you give it a jeer. We didn't want to get sued, so we call it Cheese and G's. We're going to be talking about some commercials that uh, we want to celebrate and one commercial that uh, I want to opposite opposite of celebrate right whatever that is i think condemn condemn uh so i put those together um also we have some commercials in the news we have two major major american brands changing their name just this week this has been a trend we've been seeing for a while now i feel like it's heating up um but we have two more companies joining the bandwagon i am dying to hear what you think of these vives we haven't talked about these particular brand name changes yet you might be surprised to hear that I got some opinions. Oh, yeah? Oh, Andy got some opinions. <laughs> and uh, we're going to check in with you, uh, the Ad Council. We have... What happened? We're overflowing with voicemails. I, I Was it last week where we na- wailing and gnashing our teeth that we didn't have enough people calling our voicemail line? Yes, but the response has been overwhelming to the point where it feels coordinated. So if there were sec- is there, if there was secret coordination going on out, out amongst the Ad Council... Uh, bravo. God bless you. Absolutely. And uh, we also have a voicemail that is not a jingle, but it's a voicemail um, uh, from one of our youngest listeners, I, An OG I would guess, uh, who wants to weigh in on a commercial that annoys her. So we will be getting into all of that. It's a very jam-packed show. I'm very excited about it. Let's start, though, by talking about some cheese and some G's. Between love and hate. 
Have you used this version before? Yeah, I kind of alternate uh, back and forth. The original version was The Pretenders, of course, Chrissy Hine. Um, and I was embarrassed when I realized this was actually a, an old soul song by a group called The Persuaders. I'm making the squished up face one makes when they're like, I don't know, playing guitar, like a, a fire guitar solo. You know how guitar solo guys will kind of twist their face up like they're wincing while they're playing guitar? I studiously avoid fire guitar solos. <laughs> yes, as well you should. That's the face I was making when I swelled the music there. Anyway, I like to go back and forth. I thought I was going to retire the Pretenders version, but I still like that version. Yeah. A lot of, there are a lot of good covers in the world. Sure. So we go back and forth on this show. Thanks for the point of order. Glad to clear that up. Uh, all right. Let's start with a chi, right? Let's start positively and end positively. It'll be a G sandwich. Um, so one of the cheers we'd like to give out is, I think, although I haven't had you weigh in on this, is this Apple Watch commercial that I think maybe dropped this week or very, very we, recently. We watched it for the first time together and we're, we were transfixed. Yes. And I got to say... I was watching this commercial with you, and it got our attention, and I'm sitting there thinking the whole time, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. And I got to the end, and I'm like, you son of a bitch. You got me. Yeah. I don't know why I'm using such abusive language towards the commercial. I'm a little Apple wound can up. Take it. I'm a little wound up today. Can you tell? Uh, yes, I can. Just a little bit. All right, yeah, this, the energy in this room is uh, lop, well lopsided. It's, it's lopsided, and you're also, over here grumpy gussing it up. I'm not grumpy. Well, you look grumpy. I'm not grumpy. You know, you'd be a lot prettier if you smiled. Right. You're, so your goal is for me to be grumpy. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm, I'm mellow. I'm doing this for free. I get to have fun every once in a while. Uh, I've been thinking about this commercial all day. I knew I wanted to talk about it on uh, this week's show, but it's going to be so hard to describe. So I'm not going to try to play it and then explain what's going on while we hear it because I think things will get very frenetic. Let me just try explaining it to you, what you see. You see a guy. He's not a bad-looking guy. He's not necessarily in bad shape, but he is definitely in relaxation mode. He's wearing a T-shirt. He's in his living room. He's got a beard. His hair is a little bit tousled. He looks like he's been watching TV for a while. Takes a sip of water from his mug or coffee or whatever he's drinking. And then all of a sudden, as the mug is at his lips, he looks over and he realizes there's another one of him, like a clone of him, sitting in the room with him, staring at him. And then that clone gets a little beep on his watch and it says, and it's an Apple watch, of course, and it says, it's time to stand up now. You know, it's one of those fitness things. So the clone stands up like his watch told him to. And our original guy looks very confused, but he stands up too. And he and the clone are looking at each other, and they both seem confused and a little bit weirded out. Then all of a sudden, something catches their eye out the window. It's a third one of them. It's another clone. And this clone is walking down the street briskly, talking to somebody via, you know, having a telephone conversation via his phone. They both look a little bit freaked out by that, but they join him outside. Now you got these three clones. They went from sitting down to standing up. Now they're walking briskly down the street, and then the commercial starts moving a lot faster. Then they're all walking, the three of these guys, and another version of them comes up, another clone, and he's jogging. They're all like, this is weird, but I guess we're all jogging now. And it goes on and on and on like that. So I'm going to play a little bit of this. This is in the apartment. Sees his clone. 
Time to stand up. They're both standing. Third clone outside. Now they're all outside walking down the street. Here comes fourth clone. He's jogging. No, he's walking more briskly. Using his earbuds, his wireless buds. I like it when they walk up and they're they're all they're all surrounding another guy, just a random guy who realizes he's surrounded by four or five of yes. the same person. Now jogging guy has the same t-shirt on, but he's cut off the sleeves because he's very athletic. There's five or six of these guys now. And the ones who aren't jogging guy are like pretty tired and gassed. Yeah. But then um then a guy who's in even a version of him who's even in the best shape with his shirt fully off just like tears by all of them and dives into uh, what I assume is the Pacific Ocean. Yes, and now all of a sudden they're all running towards the ocean following the most athletic of the clones. Right. And he's swimming into the ocean. The watch is waterproof. And then at the very end, the log line is, there's a better you in you. Yes. And I got to say, man, the whole time I'm like, this is making me uncomfortable. I don't like this. This uh, it's giving me a weird vibe. And then I got to the end. And I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah, it's a really good payoff and a really um, it's an interesting story. The, the actor who plays all the versions of himself um, does a nice job with the performance and particularly given that he has to do a bunch of different things uh, and presumably, you know, in front of a green screen somewhere. Um it's really, it's really well done, and, and what a great payoff for the product, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it really is a compelling uh, use case. And here's what I especially like about it. it. It does a few things at once, or at least a couple of things at once. I mean, it puts, you know, it illustrates this idea that there's a better you and you, and our product will bring that out, mm-hmm. the whole health, healthy living scenario that is obvious but it also is doing a great job of showing functionality of the watch the waterproofiness of it as he's jumping into the ocean the talking on the phone that you can talk on the phone you see the wireless earbuds it's also your you know all of these things it's like you've been saying lately i believe on the show and off especially off though and maybe we should address this more how tech ads which used to be different you'd have the mac style ads and then you'd have the pc style ads and some were using humor and whatever and you feel like tech ads are like for computers and phones are really all becoming the same oh they've all become a they've all become this beautiful form factor turning in space with over a like a cool pop song um and it's just like device porn basically you know and i feel like i mean of course apple pioneered that style but everybody does it now Mm -hmm. now um I shouldn't do two. I shouldn't do a G and a G right in a row, knowing we only have one G. I would usually like to spread them around. I thought the G is the last thing. What is the order in the movie? I, I believe in the movie for weddings and a funeral, it goes oh. funeral or it goes wedding, 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 funeral, and then another funeral, wedding. wedding. Yeah. yeah, but. I wanted to stay on the tech thing, so I was okay. going to get into the G. Since we talked about a good tech commercial, I wanted to, and that's for obviously an Apple product. Let's go to the opposite, a Samsung commercial. And this isn't, this is a commercial, it's a light G, because I actually think what they're going for is pretty smart. But you and I were talking about this. Their um, slogan at the end 
is really bad, I think. And this is for the Samsung Galaxy. It's actually for the Galaxy Note 9, I guess, specifically. And it's advertising very much functionality, uh, specifically battery life and storage space. Right. And you'll sort of hear it here. Um, and the, the point of the commercial is the, the Note 9 has so much battery life, you won't need all of it. But every now and then, something will pop up and you will. Or it has so much storage... And so, like, the battery life example, we see a woman walking through the airport. Her phone's fine. It's charged. But then all of a sudden, all these flights are delayed. And right. we see She's her make that realization. Airport. Now suddenly, oh, I thought I had plenty of battery space. But you know what? I'm going to be here for eight more hours. It's a good thing I have this phone because yeah, I wasn't prepared for If you've for ever this. been at an airport where they don't have a good charging situation and your phone is not 100% charged, or even if it is... Uh, that is a that's a stressful feeling mm-hmm. that um, is I think we can all relate to and it is a grueling part of the modern condition. Yes, yeah, so that's uh, that part of the commercial I give a a cheat to. <laughs> can I say, uh, you know, the Good Place, our favorite, uh-huh. our favorite UNBC sitcom. Hmm. Um, there's a there's a scene in a I think an early episode of the first season where um, she has one of the flavors of the. A frozen yogurt is full cell phone battery. Oh yeah, and I think about that all the time. Like yeah, how much I would like to have be able to consume an experience that feels like a full cell yeah. phone battery. Yes. <laughs> Nothing tastes as good as a full cell yes, phone. That's feels. right. Um, so anyway, I like the. I like the way this commercial it has a very specific purpose, what you know, the functionality that's trying to show off, and I think it's showing good examples. You're also going to hear it talk about having a remote control. Apparently, the the uh, Note Nine has a little stylus that can also be a remote. We'll just pass over that for this. Um, and there will be a, a line in here about storage space as these people are on some sort of a photo shoot and they have like realize, a million billion little tchotchkes that they're yeah. doing for their website yeah and they just have so many so anyway so here's the commercial the new galaxy note 9 has more power than you need until this happens flight 291 has been delayed and you need a charge and all the plugs are taken and oh well there you go and she looks down on her phone. She's still got 72% battery life. By the way, again, talk about visceral. They show all these people, like all these strangers standing around. like A charging station. A charging station in an airport. Ugh. Okay, here's the next one. But why have a remote control for your phone? Ah, that's why. Perfect. And who needs a terabyte of storage? Unless. We got it? No, no, no. Ugh. Right. The new Galaxy Note 9. It's got more power than you need. I noticed that it need- says terabyte ready, not has a terabyte. Uh, That's interesting. Hmm. Feels like a bit of a dodge. Okay, but here, here's the, the point of all this. The new Galaxy Note 9. It's got more power than you need until you need it. <laughs> and that's what kills me. I think it's a decent <laughs> commercial, but I will be watching TV um, and, the, and not really paying attention. You know, this stuff kind of blurs by. Maybe I'm poking around on my iPad, ironically, given this is a Note commercial. And then it's like, the Note 9, it has all the power that you need, or it has more power than you need until you need it. And for me, if you're not paying attention, that sounds like it's going to shit out on right. you. Right, right. It's, it's, it's great right up until the until clutch. Yes. I just feel like a little bit of a tweak to this yeah, line. Yeah, so doctor, definitely... doctor this for me. Um, well, I would do that. I don't have any. Oh, wait, I do. <laughs> doctor, doctor, what should I do? Tell me. <laughs> Doctor, doctor. I don't. Um, I so feel like we talked about the, this the off the nine, air. It yeah. has more power than you need. Um, uh, uh, maybe I just 
just doing even it. when you even when you need even when you need it. Yes, that's better, doctor. A little better. That's definitely better. I mean, there's a way to make it good. I don't have a, a pitch right now, um, but something along those lines. Uh, More power than you than you need, or so you thought. Sure, and maybe put some echo dun, on dun, that. Dun. So you thought something <laughs> like that, um, but. It has more power than you need until you need it. I just want to reiterate, that sounds like it has plenty of power, but it's going to fail you in a pinch. Right. And I just think that you're, you're, you're belying, for lack of a better word, your entire premise with that slogan. Yeah, I agree. It's, I think it's a great ad and an, and an interesting um, strategy, but I agree with you that the writing is just not quite there on that tagline. How about a commercial where the whole point of it is a visual joke oh, that I'm going to try to describe? Um, Stefan Diggs, who does he play for? He's a football man. He is a football man. I'm assuming he's a wide receiver based on this uh, this commercial we're about to talk about. He is a... Oh, he's for the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, Good yeah. for him. That's one of your teams. I like the Minnesota Vikings. Not enough to know who their wide receivers are. But anyway, so uh, there is a uh, Geico commercial. This is like a half a chi for me. Because uh, I love Stefan Diggs' performance in this, but like a lot of these Geico commercials now, they just don't give a shit how to set. They have, they do not care if it connects to their product at all. But they but I mean this is you're, I feel it's like it's so unfair thing. to ding them for something that's clearly intentional and working I guess. and working right yeah. like they're just making little movies. It doesn't matter. Yeah, okay. They make the little movie and then they say, okay, what could we say about this that would either be surprising or unsurprising? Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter. I don't even know. Because guess this is what? Like... Everything is either surprising yeah. or unsurprising. And I don't even know if this fits into that mold. I can't remember what how they do this one. Anyway. It's the... like an as long as, which is I think like an unsurprising. You see a couple of uh, guys, like it's a very suburban scene and they're talking to each other. They're like neighbors or something. They're on the sidewalk and across the street, they see Stefan digs and he is trying to check his mail and he's trying to um you know take in his garbage or take his garbage out it's unclear but as he touches the garbage can the garbage can sticks to his hand and it just starts flopping around and garbage goes everywhere he goes to put his hand on the mailbox and the entire mailbox just rips off of the brick foundation because it's stuck to his hands and while these two guys are talking they just do a nice wide shot of seeing digs across the street kind of Kind of flailing about with Frustrated but like resigned Because this is just his life Exactly so let's take a listen The mail sticks to his hand He can't shake it off I can't believe it That everything sticks to Stefan Diggs' hands Mailbox comes off No I can't believe how easy it was To save hundreds of dollars On the car insurance with Geico Cool huh Yeah <laughs> he uses the garbage can, like the recycling, to try to pry off the mailbox. I think, and then that goes flying. He's the, the mail. He, he's now Mister Mailbox Hand, and he's smashing yeah. his mailbox. And hand he's dragging a giant bricks. garbage can around on his hand. And his performance is. How do you think great. they did the effects on this? Um, they probably put glue on his hands. He plays football, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Believe it. Geico could save you 15% or more on car insurance. So it's just believe it. I guess maybe that's a new thing we'll be seeing. Yeah. It's a, like, believe like, it. That's why I couldn't remember. It's totally immaterial. Uh, anyway, just based on his performance and the ridiculousness of the imagery of this commercial, which yeah. maybe we can use it as the, can you make that the cap maybe this week for sure. the uh, Facebook page so you can see it? Um, 
I uh, I, just, I just love it. It just makes me laugh. I just think it's a great comedic. I performance. agree. I think I mean, they you know as always, Geico um, has a tremendous amount of creative freedom, and uh, they've been doing this for so long that I think they know how to really knock out a winner, pretty much you know, nine out of ten times. Yeah. Um, you want to do a show, by the way, uh, I, I think we did it once last year and you liked it and you've been saying you want to do it again, where we rate the football men. We oh, give the football yeah. men grades on their performances, I love right? To, I love to rate the football men actors. Okay. Well, we will do that. We could even um, expand it to sports sports people. Yeah, we could do that. There's, you know, there's, a, there's some tennis tennis folk. And I there. think the, we were, that's right. And I think we were giving like just A through F grades last time, right? So yeah. we'll dial that up in the next couple of weeks. Um, you were saying uh, earlier very cruelly to me that my energy is off today and I got too much energy and you don't like when I bring this much energy to the podcast and you feel like it's hurting the relationship as well mm-hmm. um, between yeah, both me and you and the listeners. And all of that was like really hurtful. But right. there, that was the subtext of what <laughs> yeah, I said. But... I have I have uh, the perfect commercial. This comes on every now and then. You've seen this, right? You can see what I'm about to play. Yep. It is for something called the Calm app. And I have a strong feeling that it is both kind of a, what I call a white noise machine app, but maybe with some visuals as well. And the commercial just opens up on some tranquil scene. In this case... It's a close-up of some leaves in some sort of a wooded area, and it's raining. And then there's a uh, there's just like kind of a countdown, like a very pleasant uh, countdown circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just says on the screen, it says, "Do nothing for thirty seconds." And we just listen to the rain, and the countdown circle counts down to thirty seconds. Just listen to the rain and you look at the leaves. And then at the end, it just says, the most relaxing (laughs) app in the world, Calm. I like it. I love that so much. Every time that comes on, if I'm in the room, like I will not look up from my iPad for almost any commercial, but then this one comes up and (laughs) I do it. It's just like I follow the directions. Yeah. I I think, I'm going to, you know what? Thank you, TV. I'm going to take this moment. (laughs) And I really, I keep on meaning to download this app. I don't know if they have it for Android. This show isn't so much cheese and G's as um, the wonders of technology. Oh, that's right. There's another technology one. Not the Geico one, one, but the Note and and this one and the Apple Watch. Um, what, so do you have a white noise? I know I have a white noise app on my phone. Mm-hmm. You have one. What do you do? You do like a mix, like a custom mix on yours. Yeah. What do you have? Let on me yours? see if we can do this. I actually want to plug my phone okay. into the board now. I think I can do this. Um, if I can talk and do technology, at the I like same to time. have. I have a very rich mix. I have like maxed out. You can have like I, whatever free version I use. Um, you can do like up to four or five different mm-hmm. sounds, and I like a very rich consistent mix so i have airplane noise uh-huh. inside of an airplane not <laughs> right. no like that it's like top gun the white noise of an inside of an yeah airplane. i love that that's just that low level hum. yeah that's very that really dampens noise that's why it's so quiet on an airplane you really can't hear hear anything so i have airplane noise i have um like 
an ocean cra- ocean crashing waves um some kind of fairly like heavy rain falling and i think even maybe like one more like air conditioner like another mm-hmm. pure white noise in yeah. there yeah um not pure white but like a pure like a brown noise or something which one is i forget how the colors were um but. brown is a little bit lower yeah. uh, white is higher pink is between the two i believe um, so I use an app called, I think it's just called Relax and Sleep. That's what it says here on my phone. And my presets apparently have been wiped out, but I don't know if yours has this many you can choose yeah, from. It's, it's like, just got but, like, but you, how many are here? It 50, has like 50 of them, but you can only, mine, mine the way it's set up, you can only mix up to four or five or something. I'm pretty sure I can mix as many as I want, and I can also control the levels on each one, so mm-hmm. I can kind of put tree frogs way in the background, rain closer oh, that's, up. that's nice. Um, yeah, and I, I love it. And the only problem is, when I, if I'm having trouble sleeping and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to pull out the app, which I like. But then when I open it up, I spend like a half <laughs> hour getting my perfect mix. And but don't you just have a, I have a preset mix that just like go to it. Yeah, the mine, top of it. I, mine, it looks like mine have been wiped out maybe by the latest update or yeah. something. I haven't used this in a while, but we can go through my process together. Here are the ones that I usually do like something that is a brown noise esque thing just hanging out in the background like you describe, whether it's an airplane or something along those lines. Um, but the first things I look for are the water sounds, and that's what I'm looking for now. Like, a, here's a heavy rain. There we go. And I will turn up that rain a little bit. Turn up my phone a little bit. Oh, the rain just got heavy. Sorry, everybody. Um, and then maybe I will put in... I do sometimes like a, um, a fan. That, that'll be kind of my brown noise, like mm-hmm. the airplane sound. So if you want something steady, like... The, there's the fan. I'll knock that down a little bit, put that in the background. I do like a little bit of animal noise, like maybe some loons. Uh, I don't fuck with the loons. I don't fuck with animals. But then I'll push it pretty far back, and then I'll find some sort of a running water situation, and I'll put that uh, way back there. I usually have a cup. Oh, in a fire. I usually like to have some sort of a... Is it under campfire? That's important to me. Yeah, I love this. What do you... Too, that's too um, treble for me. Too much? Is it too busy? Yeah, too busy and trebly. Okay. Well, anyway, that's uh, that's kind of how anyway, I usually go about doing welcome it. Welcome to White Noise Talk. Yeah. Uh, I every time I have an, an excuse to plug that thing in the board, I like to do it. But anyway, this Calm TV commercial, I just really like I've it. I've never it, seen it before. And it really makes me deliberately stop what I'm doing. And you should get this app. I'm thinking about doing it. Is um, it a paid app? Uh, I'm not sure. Here's another one. The last one I played for you was Rain. This one, this one must be for uh, a Hulu pre-roll because this one says "Do nothing for 20 seconds," and it's just a beautiful shot, almost at water level, of a giant lake surrounded. It's like a mountainous lake somewhere, and it just says "Do nothing for 20 seconds." Now, do you think this app shows... Are you supposed to use this app to also look at things? Like, when you... Like, is it a thing where you look at it and listen to it? Or is it just the white noise? 
I think it does the thing where you're talking to somebody and you look away, but then you stop talking to them and you look at them. <laughs> <laughs> and then you look away and then you look at them. <laughs> that was just for you and the folks who've seen Waiting for Government. Two, um, yeah, 2%. Um, uh, I, I don't know. At first I thought it was a white noise thing, but the more I think about it, if it's called calm and it says do nothing, I'll bet you it does have those visuals yeah, and you probably like take a moment a during the day. Yeah. And maybe eventually you get to the point where you just do it on your own. Like cause I could walk to Green Lake and maybe just do it there. But, you know, you're you're uh, working in an office and a cubicle farm. You're under those lights and just like a connection. Like I'm going to definitely give that. I see uh, they do have it in the Google Play Store, so I will give that a shot. Um, this last one, I think you and I saw last night or uh, Sunday for the first time, and it really won us over. Again, I apologize that these are what is so charming about this commercial is the performance of uh, the young woman in it, the daughter. I guess she's probably like 16 years old or mm-hmm. something, or that's what she's playing. Of course, it's also Browns related, so maybe that helps. But uh, for those of you who don't know much about football, the Browns are a uh, wonderful team that everybody can get behind and love. The Steelers are a horrible team <laughs> that everybody should hate unless there's something broken in your brain. Um, and of course, they are rivals. Um, and we've talked about this campaign quite a bit over the years. It's for the NFL shop. Um, and the the key of this entire campaign is how football can kind of bring families together and bring people together by making it seem like it's pushing them apart through sports rivalries. Right. And it's just really cleverly done. It is. It drives me crazy how good the NFL commercials are because I think the organization is so mm-hmm. uh, despicable. Um, but they these, these commercials they do around the sports rivalries and the way that um, f- being a fan can um build relationships or like are so they're so funny and they really um cover the whole spectrum of sort of human emotions Mm -hmm. and relationships and they're they can be funny in tone and they can be they're typically funny but they sometimes they're they're sweet too and Mm -hmm. and they just do such a nice job whoever's um do you know what company or what uh, firm? What is ad doing agency? These? No, I don't have it in front of me here, and I don't think it says on iSpot. Um, well, in this particular, they always focus on on rivalries, and like I said, in this one, it's Browns and Steelers, and we see a I don't know middle aged couple, very suburban, sitting uh, sitting in the living room. The mom is uh, you know reading her iPad or whatever quietly. The dad's reading his newspaper, and he's wearing a Browns pullover hoodie by the way the new style ones like you saw on hard knocks very cool looking uh i honestly this is literally working on me because i might want to get that style of brown <laughs> yeah that's but that's well, my own browns fandom so whatever mission accomplished yeah so they're just it's very serene and then we see uh, uh their daughter come downstairs and the father as you'll hear will say you're not going out wearing that a very typical kind of trope between fathers and daughters especially teenage daughters. The news today is crazy. Mm-hmm. You're not going anywhere dressed like that. Why? Now we see we see the daughter, and she's dressed, you know, just in jeans and a, and a sweatshirt. And the sweatshirt says, the Pittsburgh Steelers on it. And then he Who says... Who do have a cool logo. Yeah, yeah, they, they do In have a fairness. cool logo. And it goes back to the actual industry of the time, which is the steel industry, which I can begrudgingly respect. You're not going anywhere dressed like that. Why? You know why. <laughs> and then she just looks... Her acting, this woman's acting is so great. Who does, who does this girl remind you of? 
maybe a little bit of the sister in um, Black Panther. Very much. Right? Yes. Who I, I mean, I love her. I mean, her hair's she's wearing her hair up like that, and I think that probably helps a little bit, but she'd be about the similar age. And she just comes off as being, like, so... Um, kind of hard-headed and stubborn, but obviously, like, somehow lovable, of course, in this scenario as well. And she just mean mugs her dad. He says, you can't go out like that. You know why. And then it's just, she just looks, like, a little bit, like, shocked, surprised. And, like, just with her face, she throws so, she just throws so much acting out there. And then she does that thing where she kind of, like, takes a mean step towards him with her, like, shoulders right. or whatever, just to kind of, like, show aggression. Yeah, she sort and of flexes at him. Just flexes at him a little bit. Letitia Wright is the actress who... Uh who we're thinking oh, of. Oh, okay. I'm wondering, is this actress's name listed in here? Because I'd love to see what else she does. This is like, um, you love Thomas Borboza. <laughs> I'm getting closer, right? I think it's Barbuska, but Barbuska. every time you say it wrong, I get a little bit more confused <laughs> about what it actually is. The, the redheaded kid who is in the Geico ads playing um, uh, uh, Twinkerbell. No, uh, Peter Pan. Twinkerbell. <laughs> Twinkerbell. Twinkerbell is somebody who I saw on Backpage.com. <laughs> um, anyway, let's I just... I like how the only actors listed in this commercial on iSpot are Cleveland Browns and Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, yeah, those are the actors. So anyway, um, and then I, 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 there's not a lot more to listen to, but let's just see this out. I want to see her do the... Uh, how did you say it before? She was kind of fronting on him? She's kind of like flexes. Flexing her, like, on him, yeah. Like flexes her shoulders toward him. You know why. Oh yeah, and then at the very end, dog pound, baby. <laughs> at the end, uh, her mom kind of like gestures with her head, like "Get out of here, daughter," and uh, just kind of lovingly. And then the the daughter does the thing with she takes her two fingers, points at her eyes, and points at her dad. Right, like I'm watching. It's you. just so great. I mean, it's just and a his small, last line is "Dog pound, baby," which is to me not a very good last line. Honestly, like I wish he had said something else. I wish he had said something not really angrily about the. Uh, Steelers, but something funnier than Dog Pound Baby, that doesn't really land for me. Yeah, but it's the it daughter's performance. It doesn't quite make sense in the context. Yeah. But um but yeah, it's it's a really lovely ad. It's it's beautifully acted. It's uh it showcases the clothes, it showcases the rivalry. Um I hope that girl. I hope she doesn't live in Cleveland because uh she's gonna yeah, get. Yeah, that's a really good point. Some Get some angry people. There's a chance that they live in Pittsburgh, right? Actually, yeah. And she's like, dressing like that because she doesn't want to be made fun of on the street. But the dad is like hardcore Browns fan because they are. Those cities are so close together. Yeah. You actually do get a lot of cross pollination. Um, okay, uh, guess what I have? I got some commercials in the news. Commercials in the news. <laughs> Following these stories, by the way, I wonder if you've done the more Weight Watchers on this. one. Yeah, yeah. so I didn't I, know about Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, that came out today. So both these companies, Dunkin' Donuts and Weight Watchers, both changed their names this week, and this is something we've been seeing. I mean, KFC changed its name from Kentucky Fried Chicken twenty years ago, right? Yeah, something, something if not like more. That. And that was a direct response to the idea of fried food not being exactly embraced by the culture anymore. I mean. You know, it fried equals unhealthy. So right. they're like, well, let's go with just our initials. I mean, let's still keep frying the chicken, obviously. Right. But I think at the time they <laughs> did also start like offering more things like yeah. um, uh, roasted chicken and stuff. 
Um, what was the other one I was thinking of that changed its name to just let? Oh well, AARP stopped being whatever it stood for before. God, how could I forget what AARP? And they're just going by AARP. Probably the American R- Association of Retired People. Yes, of course, yeah. Um, and we started to see uh, organizations do this for various reasons. I, you know, International House of Pancakes started going by IHOP years and years, probably decades ago. Recently, they did the thing, which was just a, a headline grab of, we're changing our name to Hi- IHOB. The B now stands for burgers, but that was just bullshit. They did it yeah. at one location for five minutes to get the headlines. I believe NAACP is also only its initials for okay, right. reasons that are obvious. <laughs> right, yeah, that makes sense. Um, uh, I felt like there was a more recent one, too, that I'm not thinking of right now. But Dunkin' Donuts is now changing its name to simply Dunkin', which is something that has actually probably been in the works for a long time because their slogan for the past at least five years has been America runs on Dunkin'. Yes. They stopped saying Dunkin' Donuts. and they're That's uh, smart. That's a good ground laying. Yeah. Just, now, I don't think they're with that same ad company anymore, but I assume that this was the long-term plan. Uh, this is from the New York Times. It says, the company said on Tuesday that it would retain its colors and font, which I think is smart. It's got really poppy. Oh, they! I love their instantly branding. Instantly yeah. recognizable branding. Uh, but they're going to start going by Duncan starting in January. The shift is a nod to the chain's beverage sales, which account for 60% of its business and the popularity of its longtime slogan, America Runs on Duncan. So, I mean, this does make sense. I would guess the Dunkin' Donuts sees its main competition not as other donut shops, but as Starbucks. Starbucks, yeah, and the like. absolutely. And so that's what they're trying to get into. And Dunkin' Donuts, while I know they probably have more like fancier coffee drinks now, just their regular drip coffee is not necessarily something that you should write home about. It's just like working working class black coffee, but it is an institution in New oh, England. Oh, totally. Just although it's not really black coffee because you know if you order a regular coffee oh, at Dunkin' Donuts, it comes with cream and sugar. You well, know, I, that's I, a life pro tip yeah. if you're not from New England. I meant drip, but I drink mine black, and that's that is true. If you, you know, people who are new to New England, if they go to a Dunkin' Donuts and they say, I, "People like my dad, by the way, who was so pissed when he said, yeah, I just want it regular.'" They said, "Do you want your coffee regular?" He's like, "Yeah." He thought that meant black coffee is from the Midwest. They gave it to him with cream and sugar, and they're like, "Yeah, that's what we call regular here." Um, so I mean, that underscores like the the brand of Dunkin' Donuts in New England. Like, they oh, have yeah. their own language that people just know. Oh, totally. I love I love going to Dunkin' Donuts when I'm back in New England. I mean, it's a, you know, it, it is, it just, it feels like a tradition to be there. So, and the Dunkin' Donuts, of course, is a national chain. They have them around here, too. Not around I don't here, know that, here. I think so. I think there's a Dunkin' Donuts in Washington. Maybe in Washington. But they're not all over the place. They are. There was like two in L.A. There's a bunch in, in, you know, Cleveland where I grew up, but I don't think that they have the same kind of like rules. Really, the heart of them are in, um, you know, the heart of Duncan territory is in New England. I'm already calling it Duncan. But what do you make of it? How, how do you feel about Dunkin' Donuts going from Dunkin' Donuts to Duncan? I think this is a they've they've really laid the groundwork with America Runs on Duncan. And this will in a in a year will forget that it was Dunkin' Donuts. Here's what uh, believe it or not, like his mo- it's been Dunkin' Donuts forever, but I I don't think I think it'll be as successful as KFC. I just think people will call it Dunkin' Donuts for a long time too, and it's not it's not such a big change. It doesn't matter. This is um, from a different article in the New York Times. I think this is uh, a um, co-chief executive and chief strategy officer at Siegel and Gale, a brand consultancy. So in other words, this guy's a brand consultant. His name is David Schreer, and he says. 
I'd like to know what a Duncan is. What does it mean? It means Duncan, dunk your donut in your coffee, dingbat. He's saying Duncan is a verb, if anything. So it's a clarity issue for me. Um, so he doesn't like that one. Um, who is this guy? He's a brand this guy who consultant. Can't, who can't understand it? Well, I, I, in other words, he's basically saying that like your name is now a verb that ends in a gerund. And that just doesn't sit right with him. <laughs> well, excuse me. Anyway, like, so I'm basically I mean, fine with Dunkin' because it's not that big of a deal. It's easy to say. People will probably still call it Dunkin' Donuts. It's not that. It's not. It's like not people that getting critical. mad at Counting Crows because their their name was a verb. I believe it's the Counting Crows. It's not the Counting Crows. I believe it's the Smashing Pumpkins. That is a true story. Um, okay, now the other uh, brand to do this, as you mentioned earlier, is Weight Watchers, which is now not Weight Watchers, but what? WW. Yeah, that one's not as now. There's a reason behind it. Yes, it's it's to because I think their their strategic their ahead, shift yeah, their strategy shift makes sense. Right now, there is a huge backlash against dieting. I'm seeing everywhere in all of my social media feeds. People are posting articles like, and we've known this for a long time, but like for some reason, it feels like it's really coming to a head right now. Dieting does not work, and just dealing with your health through in through the on, through through weight as the only lens of success for good health is just not working for us um and statistically uh and i god knows i like i live this reality like you take weight off you almost always put it back on eventually um there are, you can adopt better habits you can you know people people have done it it's not that it's impossible but this idea that you can diet your way to thinness and then like all will be well is just a fallacy. Like the data is just really clear on this point. Um, and there's some body shaming stuff that oh, goes into this as well from tons. a cultural standpoint. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and I, I've done Weight Watchers. Like I can tell you, even though they try to be very supportive um, and it's a nice, it's a good environment. The environment is like, but there's only one, there's only one thing that's that looks like success, that's considered success. And it is numbers coming off on the scale. I mean, you literally walk in and stand on a scale. Mm -hmm. And so they're trying to change both their model and the name is supposed to reflect that. I'm going to read here directly from, I believe this is from... I think they should have just changed it to Watchers. <laughs> the Watchers. The Watchers. The Watchers. The name, the new name is... Uh, horrible yeah, so to it's say. called WW. So this is from Vox.com. Weight Watchers is dis distancing itself from dieting. We're in a moment when the concepts of wellness and self-care have become all important. Talking openly about dieting is becoming taboo. I don't know if it's taboo. All of my friends talk openly about dieting, but um, the, I think you're going to hear less of it. Maybe the body positivity movement is on the rise. Weight Watchers had to change to stay relevant and has been increasingly talking up wellness and healthy lifestyle for a few years now. So all of that is great. Changing your name to WW is so stupid. Yeah, it's like I it's could not absolutely feel horrible in every in every way. And they're going to change it to something else before this yes. is all done. Because hey, are you going to WW? You just added four more syllables to your name. Weight Watchers. Yeah, W is a tough one. You now you went from Weight Watchers two syllables to six syllables. Are you going to WW? Even if you try to say that, it'll be like, are you going to WW? I don't even Weight know. Weight Watchers is actually three syllables. Oh, sorry, you're right. Okay, but you did <laughs> double your W syllables. Yes, you went from three to six. Um, but uh, but yeah, it just it just seems so bad. And there's just no no. 
I can see people saying, hey, you're going to hit Duncan? Yeah, all right, could you get me a regular coffee? People and in New thing. England call it Dunkies anyway. So, but nobody's going to be like, hey, did you make it to the WW meeting, Claire? No, Linda, I haven't been to WW yet. Like, it's just not going to happen. Like, I'm really kind of angry about this because it's oh, so Linda. stupid. She has to go on her break from the H- <laughs> on her lunch break when she's in HR. <laughs> Um, uh, so do you, would you, I mean, I feel like I haven't really given this a lot of thought, so I guess I'm putting us both on the spot now, but should we doctor doctor this a little bit? This one's a hard one. This doctor, one might be terminal. Well, it, I mean, you already have Weight Watchers, so you're playing with the W's. Wellness is a W. Couldn't mm-hmm. you have done something like... Wellness Watchers. Like, yes. Now, I understand why that might have been, t- uh, you'd get some... Critiques of that because it's like, well, when it was Weight Watchers, you were wanted less weight. So wouldn't wellness watchers mean that you want less wellness? Right. I could sort of see an argument there, but I think that time, the sands of time You could change it to well watchers, up. but then you're just going to get a lot of people looking at wells. Yeah, that is true. Uh, you could call it uh, white walkers. <laughs> which is... Walt Whitman. <laughs> Walter <laughs> White. <laughs> That's how Walter White got caught. Point. Saul Goodman's House of <laughs> Health. Um, yes. Okay. I, I, hey, you, you know what? You got good news. We got there. <laughs> no, I, I. So that's what you're gonna call it from now on. I think Saul like, Goodman's House of Health. I I think like um, it, it's a hard one. It's a hard. It's a hard one to sort of have a legacy name for. Mm-hmm. Maybe they should have just taken their brand in hand and said you know what like it's a fully it's a full-on different name it's not it's not Weight Watchers or some derivation Mm -hmm. of that anymore this feels like such a half measure it feels like something that is so um round peg in a square square peg in a round hole like clearly like I get again as speaking as someone who has been a member of Weight Watchers and done the meetings um, and done the whole thing. I mean, it's essentially the AA. Maybe that's why they did this, because it is very much like AA. You go, you sort of like, metaphorically speaking, like put your hand up and say, hey, you know, I'm I'm Genevieve and I, I'm struggling with my weight. And like, it's really modeled on the AA mm-hmm. thing. Which maybe is why they end up with is, WW. Which is why I get the sense that they're doing that. But the problem with that is... I don't think they are. I just don't think the culture of Weight Watchers and the and the people who are employed by Weight Watchers who are almost exclusively women who've been through the program and are like capital T true, capital B believers. It's very hard for me to picture the culture of this organization changing so dramatically to be truly about wellness and health and not secretly about weight. But even that, that's fine. Like, there are people who are just going to want to lose weight. I mean, that's the fact. And so they need to say, hey, listen, that's not what we're all about, but really that's what they're selling you. I don't even have a problem with that. I mean, all kinds of things are branded in a certain way that it's just like, okay, well, we're going to try to appeal to this kind of mentality a little bit. But at the end of the day, people want to step on a scale and have it have a be a smaller number. I'm not saying lose weight. I'm just saying step on a scale. Right. <laughs> write I, down the number. And subtract 15. And subtract 20. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but Just tighten. Just, just tighten. That's uh, the thing. I mean, you, that's a joke from... Um, uh, role models? No, it's, it's the, the one where they get pregnant. 
Oh, knocked uh, up. Knocked up. And the thing, the joke there is that like they are saying they can't say lose weight, but they say lose weight in every other way, in every way that's meaningful. And maybe Weight Watchers will surprise me. Excuse me. Maybe WW will yeah. surprise me. Maybe www.getabetternamed.com. <laughs> like, www.this, www.that. Um, like, I just, I think it's going to take a lot more than a clunky rebrand yeah. for the entire culture of this organization to change. When Oprah bought it, you could see some of them, they were, it was moving in this direction. But... Again, like so many of the people who do the actual on the ground work are almost religious in their faith in what weight loss, specifically weight loss has done for them. Mm -hmm. And all the the ways that you talk about yourself and your struggle and whatever in those meetings, in my experience, is about how to talk yourself into saying no to food Mm -hmm. it's the or or yes to exercise but primarily no to food it's more about saying no to food than it is saying yes to uh going on a hike or training for a marathon or whatever it's all about saying no to food Mm -hmm. so i I just it's unimaginable to me that the culture is going to shift but maybe i'm wrong but the thing is but i I guess i'm just focusing on the branding of it because to me, that's no different than KFC. What did KFC do? Did they stop sell- selling fried chicken? Of fucking course not. They threw in some other sides that aren't as quite as fried, and they kept on saying, but they're like, but it's the image we, just from a branding perspective, they say we want to send out a different vibe, whatever happens when we're in there, because I know that there are still people, I'm repeating myself, who will still just want to go in, whether they're already members of WW or n- potential new members, they want to go in and step on a scale and have it say less. So... But, but my- I don't care so much whether or not they're totally changing or that successful. I just take issue with the fact that, like, I actually think it's a good idea to realize they needed to do something about their name. I just can't believe they came up with such a shitty one. Well, I just disagree a little bit because I think this is, I mean, I've read the coverage and this is supposed to be part of a, not just a, a brand shift, but a strategy shift. Yeah. And it's one thing to be KFC and say, we're going to obscure or... Um, disguise a little bit how unhealthy our food is for you and if you if 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 we if we successfully fool you that's great um but weight watchers is trying to bring in new customers people who um might be averse to a a message that's purely about you know you should feel unhappy in looking the way you look or uh you know weighing what you weigh and I take exception, and again, maybe they really are changing the culture, but if this is purely a rebrand, we're talking about people's actual health here and their actual like lifestyle that they're trying to live, and I, it feels like a real uh, sort of hustle and uh, kind of a scam if you're being told one thing that it's about, that, 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 that weight is just a number, and it's really about... You know, how active are you? How, how can you walk up the stairs at your office? Can you, you know, go play with your grandkids or whatever? If that's wellness, if wellness is about quality of life, but then you get there and they're like, okay, but we, we do still need you to step on that scale. Like, I just take exception to it. Like, be, be who you are, but it, but don't say you're something else. If, if we're talking about something that's kind of this intrinsic to your life. I mean, I guess I'm just making a lot of assumptions. My guess is that they will 
have different tracks you can join. Like if you join, it's Maybe. like what is you know? It's like even when you join one of these bullshit uh, uh, gyms. I guess all gyms, not just the bullshit chain gyms. I don't know why I call them bullshit. I belong to one, but you know they they want so badly to sell you a personal trainer, so they're always kind of like, what do you when you're if you're interested in joining a 24 hour fitness or an LA fitness. And you just want to be one of like millions of sheep that come in there mm-hmm. from day to day. But they're or, like, what are your fitness pay, goals? Like, what are your fitness goals? Why do you want to join it? And they're all just trying to sell you a, a personal trainer appointment, uh, which I always blow off. But, um, you know, a lot of some people might say, yeah, I really want to lose weight. Somebody else might say, you know what? I just quit smoking and I can barely, you know, breathe going up the stairs. I want to do that. Or I want to work on my uh, glutes. I don't know. I don't know what healthy people talk about. Uh, but the point is, I'll bet you that Weight Watchers can create something that's like, well, what path do you want to be on? And probably a lot of people will be like, yeah, for me, I want to lose weight. And you can still go on the traditional Weight Watchers path. Or somebody else might be like, I don't have the flexibility I used to. And I want to, you know, and life is getting to me. And I just want to be on a wellness path. I'm sure that they'll be able to do different things so that they're not totally abandoning the people who just want to lose weight, but also you you just don't have any faith that it's going to be anything more than that or that they'll offer any other paths aside from stepping on a scale. I mean, they may they may do it. They may do it really successfully. They may do it in a way that I think is just when that is really just window dressing. I'm just speaking from experience and saying unless they are like seriously retraining people or hiring new kinds of staffers, the the way that the that the thing is set up now it is not it is not conducive to this wellness focus mm-hmm. and it would just take such a huge it would be a it's, it would be for, for this branding to be even remotely reflective of the product that they are providing is going to take a lot more than just some window dressing on like what are your fitness goals yeah um well they made the change this week uh, along with dunkin donuts they have just released i think it was earlier today even maybe yesterday they released their first commercial for it let's play a little bit of that hey you want me to lose weight (laughs) i don't want you to lose weight no uh we can't legally ask you to do that we didn't say lose weight i might say tighten tight a little tighter just like toned and smaller. Don't make everything smaller. I don't want to generalize that way. Tighter. We don't want you to lose weight. We just want you to be healthy. Okay. You know, by, by eating less. <laughs> we would just like it if you go home and step on a scale and write down how much you weigh and subtract it by like 20. 20. And then weigh that much. <laughs> Wellness. Wow. <laughs> oh, Kristen Wiig. She's the best. I don't hear words to say. How do you feel about wellness? Wow. You know, actually, better. <laughs> better than better WW. Better than WW, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know what this music means. It means it's time to check in with you guys. The Ad Council um, didn't get that many emails this week, but just got tons of voicemails. It's, it's astonishing. So great. I love it. It's incredible. I feel like uh, it was like coming down on Christmas morning. It well, was amazing. I don't know. You know, I understand some people don't want aren't totally comfortable talking on the radio, so they would rather send us an email. But I mean, this is an auditory medium. So if you ever want to just like and for me, like sometimes it's easier just to pick up a phone and call as opposed to sit down, open up my electronic mail, 
look up the address, <laughs> send it out. So if you ever want to call us, just call us at 607 Find an electronic stamp. Buy a, find an electronic stamp at the Electronic Postal Service. 607-444-5597 is our number. 607-444-5597. Um, and you can call and leave us jingles if uh, you have a jingle that you want to sing for us. But you can also just let us know how you feel about a certain commercial. And I got this one from uh, Lucy, uh, who must be one of our younger listeners and she has a commercial that is bugging her you'll be surprised to hear that it's from chevy is lucy the only person who's got a complaint with the chevy commercials these days and that smug chevy guy absolutely not but lucy is the only person on the show today to have somebody introduce her i love this this is called swag when you get somebody to introduce you on the phone this is lucy calling from springville new york which is just outside buffalo and she has a a very annoying Chevy ad that she would like to talk about. So the Chevy ad has, well, the guy is talking about two cars, and then it seems like it's over, but then it comes back on with an extra car, and then he talks about that. But then it turns off for a second again, like it's over one more time. (laughs) But then there's four cars, and... Then he's like, third time is the charm. <laughs> Lucy, you know the ad that she's talking about? I do, about? and you, I, you couldn't have described it more aptly or succinctly. That is exactly what it is like, and it is... Um, uh, this thing plays before as a pre-roll on some things uh, that I I'll watch, either a Hulu or something like that, and it is irritating in the extreme because this guy these these commercials are so annoying to begin with and then to have that feeling even when you know it's coming to have the feeling that it's ending and then to have it start back up and have him do the preamble again it is like lucy you are so right it is so irritating it's like they went out of their way to make it irritating hi i just wanted to tell you that chevy won a jd power dependability award for its midsize car the chevy malibu I forgot. Chevy Ugh. also won a JD Power Dependability Award for its light duty truck, the Chevy Silverado. Oh, and since the Chevy Equinox and Traverse also won, Chevy is the only brand to earn the JD Power Dependability Award across cars, trucks, and SUVs three years in a row. Third time's a charm. You smug motor tutor. This is the bad place. <laughs> you know what? The the campaign must work to a degree because it is one of the defining ad campaigns of the decade yeah. right now. It's huge. It's all over the place. I only hear people complain about it. Obviously, it's one of our biggest pet peeves. We hate these commercials. I really think it's a red America, blue America problem. I feel like... I'm going to go on a limb here. Like, I have a bad association with J.D. Power now. Yes! Like, if I were J.D. Power, Power, I would take back all of the awards and say, you guys, you lost it. Like, you don't get to say our name anymore because every time, if I hear J.D. Power in a different Cars ad, I'm like, screw you all. Yeah, because Ford uses it in one of theirs. Right. Um, J.D. Power, uh, your brand is getting hurt here. Chevy is not using it responsibly, and you should take them away. (sighs) Just stop handing them out so that, uh, I mean, I assume that it's, I assume that if I applied for one, I could win a J.D. Power Award. They seem like anyone uh, can win one. Yes. Most reliable podcast host. Um, (laughs) You saw something on Facebook you wanted to share. I haven't seen this because I've been banished from Facebook by myself. By yourself. This is from listener Christopher, and I just loved this story. Um, This relates to um, 
our favorite ham dad. That's my ham dad. Oh, that's my ham dad. And Christopher writes, um, over the weekend, I tried to buy a ticket to a concert in person at the venue, uh, at the venue where it would be held. One of their staff told me he didn't have the tickets for that show available. Uh, but the whole point of my presence there involved me not paying any fees for the ticket, which I would have paid if I bought it online. I texted my best friend in an effort to calm myself down while waiting to hear from the staffer if any exception could be made. Uh, eventually, I accepted that I couldn't get what I wanted and proceeded to buy the ticket. We didn't rehearse this. Online. She just told me to buzz a lot. <laughs> online with my phone. The buzzing is getting me. This has gotten me so distracted from this story. Can we just review what we're talking about yes. here? He goes to buy. He he didn't want to pay the online fee. Like, for it's just a music for, concert? For a, a, a concert. musical concert? A musical concert. Okay, right. Yes. Um, so he went to the venue and then oh, was right, told okay. essentially like, um, no, you can't get it here. They're not available in person. You can only get them online. Oh, which so is now you're like so texting maddening. home. You're like, yeah. oh, God, like get the thing from me on your computer, on your electronic mail. Yes. Um, so he he's texted himself, texted a friend to uh, calm down. Um, I accept that I couldn't get what I wanted and proceeded to buy the ticket online with my phone standing oh, presumably okay, right. outside the very venue where they should be able to just print you off a ticket. Uh, and you know, give you a give you a ticket like a sheeple in a, a Samsung commercial, right? So I bought it online in the parking lot of the venue for about oh what I would god. have paid on the day of the show. Oh my god! I then told my friend the following: There's a commercial with a turkey day dinner that's vegan. The dad says, "I'll just have the ham." Pass the ham. I am that dad. I am ham dad. <laughs> no matter where I am or what I do, this podcast has a way of staying with me. Thank you, Christopher. So, I'm sorry that you were very frustrated. I can understand absolutely. Like you go, you're going to save a couple bucks mm-hmm. by getting it in advance at the venue. It seems like makes sense. And then you're just frustrated at every turn. If you just shown up on the day of, right. you would have had the same experience or same cost and like half the hassle. My only hope... I'll just have the ham. And this might be too much to ask, but my only hope is that when you got your ticket, you said, I wish I could eat it. I wish I could eat it. (laughs) And the dummy behind the glass said, I know, ham dad. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, as I mentioned, our voicemail box is overflowing, and we do have some jingles. It's jingle time two of these and there's a theme today and maybe this is because I was doing the voicemails and I'm not as good of an employee as you are Vives. but there are two jingles in here that I could not find the originals for at all mm-hmm. and I went digging the first one is from David who is uh, talking about an old commercial campaign for a company called Herfie's Burgers Herfie's I've heard Burgers of here in Seattle I had not heard of it uh, and I thought he was talking about herpes burgers for a while. And I was like, that is why you went out of business, herpes burgers. <laughs> you need a better name. But it's herpes. And I believe there are still, a, I, I did some Googling. It looks like maybe somebody bought the name herpes and just like created one somewhere. But it, it used to be like a real local chain yeah. here in the Seattle area. And here's uh, what David had to say. Hi, guys. This is David in Lake Forest Park. I've got a jingle for you. Um, there was a local burger chain uh, back in the day, 70s, 80s, called Herpes. And uh, I used to go there as a kid. It's a sta- pretty standard fare, but uh, um, their mascot was a big cow head on the sign. That's what I remember. I can confirm that because I was doing a lot of digging on this. People are like, whatever happened to Herpes with the big cow on the sign? Um, not terribly appealing uh, in retrospect. but <laughs> um, Well, you don't eat the head. I remember the jingle. Um <laughs> 
on TV and radio, and I only remember a part of it. I cannot find any ads for this anywhere. Maybe you guys can have better luck. Nope. Anyway, this is what I, this is a little chunk that I have in my memory. Something for mother, something for father, something for everyone at her feet today. And there's more. (laughs) And there's more, but that's it. If anybody else can find a Herfies commercial, throw it at me, but I have not been able to find any. Um, And along those lines, oh my God, I went on such an adventure with this one. But for now, I'll just let Evander take it, and then I'll follow up. This is Evander Corley from Auburn, Washington, and I got a good throwback jingle for you. Drink Mountain Dew and you'll discover what's inside quenches like no other. A blend of citrus just for you. So smooth it goes down easy too. I want everybody to know that Genevieve thought, is dancing with flapper hands I right thought now. It like was, I thought it was um, putting on the Ritz at first. Oh, it does have a little bit of that. Drink Mountain Dew and you'll discover what's inside quenches like no other. A blend of citrus. Just for you, smoke smooth, it goes down easy too. Mountain Dew, drink it today. Now, here, I love you can it. hear somebody laughing at the end of that. That is my favorite part. It sounds like they're in the car. Just listen to the very end here. Mountain Dew, drink it today. Somebody's in the car laughing at him. Uh, thanks, Evander. Um, I looked all over for this and I found so many old Mountain Dew slogans. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, uh, jingles. Uh, several that they cycled through in the 80s and 90s. Really it's old It's been around for a long time, 70s. right? Because yes. it's like from, from Prohibition days. I don't know about Prohibition days, but I found this ad. This well, cl- isn't Mountain Dew, It wasn't it originally like a moonshine? I don't, I mean, this I don't guy, know, but this is a commercial that is supposedly from the 1960s. It's a little, uh, it's a little black and white commercial, and it's got what we would call... You know, and it's definitely drawn this way, what we used to call a hillbilly, like your traditional hillbilly looking guy in this black and white cartoon. Yeah, I think he's a moonshiner. With a jug of moonshine. This is a nine second version. Mountain Dew, the new soft drink with that real mountain flavor. Mountain Dew, it'll tickle your innards. It'll tickle your innards. I was like, what the hell? Then I found the uh, longer version, and this is what they claim this is the um, original commercial for this that came out in 1966. And it's a longer version. It's a full minute long. I guess I'll pause and try to explain what's happening. We see our hillbilly guy here, and he's opening up his moonshine, uh, uh, although I think it's actually Mountain Dew. Yahoo! Mountain Dew! Oh, beautiful Sal was a stone-hearted gal. Now the, there's a we see a couple of real hillbilly kind of guys, and there is a um, I guess a hillbilly lady who looks more like a cave woman. She yeah. looks more like a Flintstones character. She uh, doesn't have uh, pants on, just like a, a small tunic. Again, this is a black and white cartoon, and she is uh, walking amongst these guys, uh, wiggling her hips and being very flirty. Oh, beautiful Sal was a stone-hearted gal, refusing to bill or to coo. But Clem was right smart. He appealed to her heart with that gal getting good old Mountain Dew. So she rejected the first two hillbillies, but the third guy brought her Mountain Dew, and uh, now she's into him. But the story is just beginning, my friends. I'm excited. Yahoo! Mountain Dew! Mountain Dew will tickle your innards because there's a bang in every bottle. 
at the county turkey shoot because Luke weren't worth a hoot. He was hopeless till he finally took the cue. So I don't know if you can follow this here. We are now in a second scene. We have another hillbilly, uh, and he is uh, taking part in some sort of a turkey shoot, but he's not very good at it. In fact, the turkey is perched upon his rifle, mocking him. He was hopeless till he finally took the cue. He drinks some Mountain Dew. Now he shoots off the cup. It's more than enough after nipping at that good old Mountain Dew. Sure is shooting. There's a bang in every bottle of our delicious soft drink, Mountain Dew. It'll tickle your innards. It'll tickle your innards is one of the most disturbing catchphrases I've it's ever the carbonation. heard. I know what they mean, but isn't it a little weird? I guess. Did you, know, you look it up? To, what's Mountain Dew? Yeah, Dew's Mountain Dew was originally. Um, Slang for moonshine. Oh, the name slang, yeah. but the company didn't make it. No, one. no, oh, right, it wasn't. Right, right. It's not like Coca Cola where there was actually right. And I don't even know for sure. I've always heard that, but I don't really know if the cocaine story is apocryphal. Um, but Mountain Dew um, was just sort of a moonshine themed soft drink. Yes. Okay, that makes sense, and it probably came around in the sixties. Actually, '66. Uh, this the Mountain Dew. Uh, the original bottle labels were uh, first designed in 1948. Whoa! So it is very old. Wow. I mean, I don't know if like the I don't know if you could you would go back in time and drink Mountain Dew from 1948 if it would be recognizable as right. the thing we drink today, which is mostly sugar. Um. So, like I told you, I was going through so many Mountain Dew. I was just looking and looking and looking for uh, uh, Evander's uh, commercial jingle. I couldn't find it. But I went through so many different eras of it. And I thought this one was funny because I grew up in the era of Mountain Dew being like the first extreme drink. Like, extreme! Right. We are jumping out of airplanes with snowboards and we're bungee jumping. And that was like the 80s and 90s Mountain Dew that I grew up with. In the 1970s, it could not have been more different. Hello, sunshine. <laughs> Hello, it's like all this soft focus people pa- canoeing sunshine. through a in a sun dappled lake. Looks more like a gum commercial. It's a really uh, protracted montage of people playing, playing toss with a watermelon. They were playing rugby with a watermelon. <laughs> rugby right? with a watermelon. According to the description here. Hello, sunshine. Hello, Mountain Dew. So it still was like advertising a, an active lifestyle with these yeah. people like out there in the river and having a good time together. But it's just like so... It reminds me, it's like the Calm commercial. Yeah. I want to download the Calm app and drink some Mountain Dew. It's very, uh, yeah, just kind of like wholesome, not extreme. Anyway, um, that's what happens when I try to look up jingles. I can't find them, but boy. (laughs) I I can't, sometimes I can't find them either. I got to say though, Evander, thank you so much because you really sent me on a uh, journey that I enjoyed. You can sell anything. Oh, can I read you a really quick thing about yeah. the Mountain Dew history? Please. So Mountain Dew uh, existed since the 1940s, and it was developed as a mixer um, mm. in back then. In the 1964, Pepsi acquired it, 
and the, and modified the logo and tried to shift its focus to a younger outdoorsy generation. Oh, so, so that happened way back in 1964. In 1964. Interesting. But yeah, that's exactly the the image that we uh, we saw in those commercial in that commercial, the one in the in the lake. It'll tickle your innards. My God. Well, uh, if you are the two or three listeners out there who haven't called in a jingle this week, please <laughs> do so. Um, or come to the Facebook. As you can see, we have some really fun storytelling happening there, and people are putting great things, and um, people have hilarious comments on why they do or do not like commercials that they're posting there. Um, you can email us at afterthesemessagesshow at gmail, um, and we'll... Anything to add? Yeah, no. After these messages show at Gmail, phone oh, number, number is 607-444-5597. Thank that's you, yes. 607-444-5597. And uh, you mentioned the Facebook group. I guess that's everything. That's everything. We're still not on um, Ello, I don't believe. <laughs> um, and they shut down our MySpace account. So that's right. That's it. Well, I just had so much I'll fun. I'll see you on LinkedIn. <laughs> I'll see you on LinkedIn. I... Uh, I'm stalling here because I had so much fun today, Vives. Me too. Thank you for putting the show together. Sure, and thanks everybody for listening. We will talk to you guys next Tuesday. They all spice and I'm Pisces rising. And you ain't Hoover, you suck like James Dyson. Google the devil, but I feel lucky. Extreme home makeover couldn't touch me.